have been fascinated with the unknown and paranormal realms since childhood. After a profound experience with my grandmother's spirit 20 years ago, I have been on a quest to observe, study, investigate, and communicate with the afterlife and beyond. It's been an ongoing journey of exploration and discovery, one that has taught me how mortality and the spirit world are forever bonded through the veils of time. Welcome to another episode of the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond, recently selected by Feedspot as one of the top 25 afterlife programs or programs on the afterlife, which is great. I was really shocked when I got that news. I'm your host, Nicole Strickland, and I hope you're doing well tonight. Uh, There's a little bit of a, a, a windstorm going on in Illinois where the show is broadcast from, so hopefully the sound won't be uh, affected at all or too much. You're listening to the show on the WLTKDB network. That's WLTKDB.com or the letstalk.com. You can sign into the chat room right there on the main Facebook. You can use or right on the main website, excuse me. You can join in uh, through Facebook as well. So tonight's guest, I was very lucky to be on her podcast as well. She has a podcast (laughs) called The Supernatural Pet Sightings, which was a lot of fun. She's from Nova Scotia. She's a a prolific blogger and has a blog or a website called Your Dog's Health Matters. And her name is Lisa Terrialt. And I'm so excited to have you on my show. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm great. Thank you, Nicole. I I really want to thank you for having me on your show. It's an honor. Yeah. Yeah. And likewise, I had such a great time on yours. I think, when was that? Three or four months ago? Time goes by. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for joining me. And I actually forgot to say, too, that uh, this week's show is actually a featured event. I can't believe I forgot to say this. I'm a little kind of discombobulated right now, but that's okay. So it's a featured event uh, at the Oregon for the Oregon Ghost Conference's Ghost Week. So that's OregonGhostConference.com. They're also uh, you can also find them on Facebook as well. And so normally the conference uh, usually takes place the last uh, weekend of March, but since you know with COVID and we can't really uh, get together. Uh, on site, I know there's going to be a few tours and, and, and such that are on site in Seaside and Astoria. But because of COVID, uh, Rocky Smith, the director of the conference and the, the OGC committee decided, let's make a full week out of it and call it Ghost Week. So here we are, and we're almost done. I can't believe it's Thursday. So we have a few more days. So I'm really honored that the show is uh, part of the uh, event lineup for this week. So thank you so much. Rocky and the OGC for, uh, committee for, for having that. So that's great. So anyways, let's get into, uh, I know you have a really profound uh, story, mm. spiritual story, if you will. And that's, that's great because that's what this show is all about. It, this mm-hmm. show is all about, um, I guess, uh, showcasing the profound connection between uh, mortality and the afterlife. So yeah. when we were talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, your story fits right into the show. So let's <laughs> let's get into that. And I'll okay. stop I'll stop babbling on here because I keep talking. <laughs> and let's get into that because I think that yeah. it, it's very profound and I think that it, it can help a lot of people. So well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope I can uh, articulate it 
uh, well enough so it's not oh, all yeah. over the place but um, oh yeah no it'll be fine yeah yeah um so do you want me to just kind of jump in yeah yeah absolutely okay. all right um so it, it has to do with um my my mother's passing um geez i think it's been about five or six years already now um but it's important, I think, for people to realize that, you know, how some, some people have a real, a real friendship with their mothers. And I honestly right. didn't, I didn't have that. Um, we, we actually didn't get along very well. Um, I, I, it wasn't anything like a abusive relationship. We just, we weren't friends. She wanted me to be a, a person that I was not. Um, and we just didn't, we didn't connect. Um, so I, I think that makes kind of the whole story just a little bit more significant in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, she was 85 and, um, she lived alone. My father had passed, uh, in 2000. So years earlier, um, she lived alone. And so when she was diagnosed, uh, well, first of all, she didn't want chemo or radiation or anything like that. She figured she was 85 and this was her time. And so she bravely took it on. Um, so she lived alone. And my sisters and I, I have two much older sisters, um, kind of sat down and talked about it. And we decided that what we would do is um, like each a three-day shift. So one sister would stay at her house for three three days, three nights, look after her, the next one, and then I would do it. Um, so we did that for months. They literally gave her weeks to live, and she, uh, it's amazing, but she she lived about four months on into this disease. Wow. Um, and I was terrified because it's just so, it's not my thing. I'm not a nurse. I'm, I'm just not that person. So for me to do that, it was, it was kind of a big deal. Yeah, and even for people that are in the medical profession, I mean, when it's your yeah. own family member and your own That's loved right. one, it's like a whole different ballgame. Yeah, yeah, it was, so, it was so different, but it gave me an opportunity to see her in a totally different light. Um, so, you know, as, as the, the weeks went on and she became weaker, Somehow, I just became very gentle with her. Um, and it was kind of funny because I remember once we were at the hospital and she looked at someone and said, Lisa's a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, of course. It's kind of funny because, you know, I wasn't really <laughs> my whole life, but <laughs> she was just so vulnerable and, and you know, the cancer eventually kind of entered her brain. And so she was hallucinating and she would, she would look at me. She would see me as a little girl. And I remember sitting there and she was looking at me and kind of saying, are you scared? She, she, she didn't understand that I was an adult and it was, all, it was very tough. I found it very touching. I mean, maybe she was tapping into your emotions too. You know, at that yeah. time, maybe she was coming to terms with, Maybe. What you were dealing with too. It sounds yeah. like that's a, a great possibility. Yeah, probably. It was, it was um it was just such a it was such a big time for me. It was just and still to this day it's a lot to absorb. Of course. Um but um but you know, I, I we all hung in there. It was the three of us. 
I'm thankful I have two sisters that were able to help me out because I couldn't have done it all on my own. There's no way. I, could have I was just going to say, you have that sibling support. I'm an only yeah. child and it's like, yeah. I can't even fathom, you know, when my parents die, that's, oh, I can't even go there right now. So yeah, it's, but it's good that somehow, you have the support. You, you find you, the strength comes. You, you get, right. Yeah. You do it it, it really just, does. Yeah. Yeah. You do what you have to do. Um, but the thing with me and my mother is she was very religious and I am not. Um, so she was very much pushing and pushing and, you know, kind of saying, you know, I want you to go back to church before I die. And I just refused and I still don't. But she didn't understand that you could still have some sort of belief or, or system without having to go to an organized place. Right. Right. So she died with that. And, you know, that, that's just how it kind of, kind of went. Um, but at the time, as she was, she was kind of going through that process of passing, um, I also had other things going on in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I was, I think I was about 45 maybe at the time. And um, I had a sense, I, it's really hard for me to explain. I just knew that something was going to happen. I knew something big was about to happen in my life. Be besides my mother passing, I knew it was something else. Um, I didn't know what it was. And all I knew was that it wasn't something bad. It just, it gave me a kind of a, an uplifting feeling. I just didn't know what it was. It was driving me mental. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you want to know, like, what is this? What is I'm, it? Yeah. yeah, like I'm that person. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I took a break. She was, she was asleep. We had kind of a hospital bed set up. Um, and I just want to say thank God for the Red Cross. They were so wonderful. They came in, gave us a bed. They helped us out. Um, so she was there. She was laying in her hospital bed, which was set up in the living room. And she was sleeping. So I went outside and sat on the back steps. And I just kind of remember kind of looking up and just kind of saying to the universe, like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> Something's going to happen. I don't know what it is. And mom's dying. And I, you know, I had all these feelings. Um, it was right about then that I looked down and there was this ladybug crawling on my leg. It's it weird. It's weird wow. because mm -hmm. Some people, I guess it depends where you live, but it's not something we don't see a lot of them around Nova Scotia. I, obviously, they're around, but it's not um, frequent. So right, I didn't think right. I didn't think a whole lot about it. I just kind of flicked it off, um, and you know, went about my day, went in the house, looked after my mother. Um, it really wasn't until later, after she passed, when we started going through things that these ladybugs were everywhere. They, you know, they started appearing on the windowsills. And as we, um, you know, we had to go through all of the closets and drawers and just take apart the whole house. Um, and they were just showing up everywhere. So I just, that's when I thought this, this has to be something more than just a ladybug. And did your mom like have, did she, uh, have any artwork with ladybugs or anything like that? Was she attracted no. to them? Anything like that? Not uh, or at just all. it was just just no. randomly ladybugs started showing up. 
really random, very random. Um, she didn't have anything like that. Nothing, nothing like that at all. So it was really bizarre. Um, and so that's when I, it just occurred to me, I should look it up and see, you know, what, what kind of significance there might be to this. And so I think, you know, if you, you go online, you might get a hundred different definitions, but what I, what I took from it was that it was a sign that, uh, you know, everything will unfold in the universe mm -hmm. in the fullness of time. In other words, be patient. <laughs> So basically, yeah, that, and you were kind of, what's interesting is you were sensing that something big was mm -hmm. going to happen, but yet it's interesting that, because I, I've actually looked up kind of the symbolism of ladybugs, if you will, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what it is. It's like mm -hmm. kind of uh, like good luck, uh, wishes and dreams will unfold. You just have to be patient and let them <laughs> unfold naturally, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And I think that's such an interesting connection. It is. So, it's hysterical because I'm not, <laughs> I'm just not patient. And so I kind of laughed and, you know, said, thanks, universe. Thanks so much for that. <laughs> Absolutely. So do you, do you think that, that it was directly your mom communicating with you or maybe uh, your mom, uh, if this makes sense, kind of in conjunction with the universe yeah, I, you know, kind of giving you these these signs. I think it was her, just based on things that happened later. Okay, um, that kind of tied it all together for me. Um, so you know, I was really I was I, when I read that, it did give me some peace at the time, and mm -hmm. I thought, okay, someone's listening, and something is going to happen. I just kind of have to wait for that to appear. So I did. Um, so mom, you know, she passed away. And, it, you know, through that whole time, my sisters and I, we, we went through the grieving process. So when I say that life went on, I don't mean it in a flippant kind of way. Right. It's just, you know, it was, it was honestly a bit of a relief because we had been, you know, we left our families and we, we just took care of her as we had to. And went through all the emotions and, and those things. So when she did pass, it was, I'm not saying that we weren't sad. We were. Um, but I think we had accepted it by then. Um, so, yeah. You know, it's that brings me to a point. Um, one of my, uh, my aunt, one of my aunts, actually, she said that, uh, um, not my aunt, one of my cousins, I mean, uh, when her mother passed, she said, you know, you know, at first there was a lot of grief and a lot of sadness and, you know, pretty much you go through the different yeah. stages of grief and that can be different for everyone. You know, there's right. not like a systematic order to that at all. But she said, you know, there was such a, I almost felt free. Like there was a mm -hmm. freedom. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's something that, that you and your that sisters felt. I did. I don't, uh, and I can't speak for my sisters, but for mm -hmm. me, um, I did feel free. and. To be honest, you know, I had mentioned earlier that we didn't have this friendship like some people do. Um, she's very critical of me, of, of everything. And so when she did pass away, I, I felt a relief in the sense that I can finally be myself. Um, right. 
Yeah, I mean, whatever that means, it's just it's just how I felt. Um, so you know, she she passed away, and we we had to sell the house and all the things that you have to do. Um, and it was at during this time I had started my blog. Um, your your dog's health matters. It's a great and, blog, by the way. Thank really, you really good. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading a lot of the posts, and it's, it's great. I love it. <laughs> thank you. It was. Uh, it's been hard. It's been difficult. It's not as easy as I thought it would. Yeah, be. I know. People think blogging is so easy, and there's all these. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a good blogger at all. I mean, there's so many things no. you need to know, with like SEO and keywords and all yeah. this stuff. It's like, oh, it's crazy. But yeah, it's it's crazy, but I still love it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but there was times when I just thought, what am I doing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, you know, and this wasn't even in any kind of uh, respectful way. I just kind of jumped out of my car after work one day and was like, Mom, <laughs> what the hell is going on? What am I doing? Am I doing my thing? Is this blog going to succeed? You know, for Christ's sakes, tell me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that evening, I kind of forgot about my little rant to my poor deceased mother and <laughs> grabbed my computer and I opened Instagram. And the very first picture that came up was a picture of a dog with a ladybug on her forehead. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that, I what's know. the synchronicity of that? It blew me away. Oh, my I, gosh. I, I thought, no, that is not a that's not a coincidence. And I actually, you have that photo on your blog and it's a little, I if I remember correctly, it's a, looks like a little black Labrador puppy. Yeah. With, oh, it's so adorable. But oh my gosh, see, I mean, like I don't, I'm one that does not believe in coincidences. No. I, I, I don't no. I think there's a connection and you know, this is, this is so synchronous and you know, and it, I think the spirit world uses that in many ways to connect with us. I still, you know, I it's just up to us. I right, I, I have them too. I mean, oh, it's crazy. It just blew me away. I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And I knew right then, I knew that that was something. It was right. definitely something. Um, and but being the person that I am, I tested it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> many times. And um, so, over the course of I don't know, let's say months, I would. I would say, you know, mom, can you come back to me? Can you, can you just kind of reinforce that things are going to be basically okay and, and all mm-hmm. these things? And I swear, every time within 24 hours, I would see a ladybug. It would be on my window at work or I would come home. It, there was always one. And, it, you know, I just can't stress enough that it's not something – we don't, we just don't see them a whole lot. So, you know, if I said we saw wood ticks. <laughs> right. I mean, and especially because, all. I mean, you didn't really have this pattern of seeing them, you know, no. prior to your, your mom's diagnosis and, and her passing. No, it was very distinct and very obvious to me. And so I thought, you know, maybe she's been right all this time. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I called myself an atheist and, and all these things. And I still don't necessarily believe the things that she did, but I, I, I'm definitely open to much more than I was. 
before. So, you, so it sounds like that kind of opened your mind. Are you saying you, you yeah. had more of a belief, I guess, in the spirit yeah. world per se after that? Well, it's funny because I've always, you know, when I was a young girl, I had experiences in the mm-hmm. house. Um, so I absolutely always believe that there's an afterlife and that there's energy and what, you know, that energy can present itself in different ways. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, you know what, so, on that, on that note, hold that thought. We'll get, yeah. uh, we'll get back to that. We have to take a two minute break. Okay. You are listening to the Afterlife Chronicles and beyond on the WLTKDB network. I'm your host, Nicole Strickland, and we will be back with guest Lisa Terriel in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned folks. WLTK DB Let's Talk Ever wanted to host your own radio show? If your answer is yes, then the time to act is now. WLTK DB Let's Talk is now accepting new programming more affordable than ever. You create the show idea and we'll take care of the rest. Not only do we create your program intro and provide broadcast training, but also syndicate you to popular outlets like Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more. You get all of this starting at 100 bucks per month. Three packages to choose from and built to make your wallet happy. Contact us at WLTKDB.com with your show idea and let's bring your dream to life. All topics accepted and you have full rights to your program. Contact us today and reserve your spot on WLTKDB Let's Talk. What are you waiting for? Let's do this. Two minutes past the hour, you are listening to the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond radio show. I'm your host, Nicole Strickland, on the WLTKDB network. That's WLTKDB.com or the Let's Talk.com. If you haven't joined us in chat, you can do that right now on the main website there. You can sign in through Facebook. Very excited that this week's show is part of the Oregon Ghost Conference's Ghost Week lineup, so I'm very honored about that. Conference is fantastic. It's one of the, or actually the largest uh, paranormal convention in the Pacific Northwest, directed by Rocky Smith of Northwest Ghost Tours, and I can't believe that the week is almost over, but there's a lot of events. If you haven't heard, feel free to Jump on the site there at OregonGhostConference.com. You can see all the events. There's classes, tours, um, presentations, all kinds of good stuff. So check out the website there. And I'm really excited to have my guest, Lisa Terriel, on tonight. I actually was a guest on her amazing podcast, Supernatural Pet Sightings, which was a lot of fun. And so before the break, uh, Lisa, you were sharing a lot about your journey or your mom's uh mm-hmm. After your mom's passing, your your uh, uh, experience, like synchronous experiences mm-hmm. um, with her, and and the signs that she was uh, showing you through ladybugs, which I mm-hmm. think is so cool. And you know, those are that's a sign of synchronicity. And we mm-hmm. were talking a little bit about that before the break. And for those that don't know, a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, he actually 
founded um, analytical psychology, uh, Carl uh, Jung, he actually uh, coined a psychokinesis. I believe it was in the 1920s and did a lot of research into that. So he's, mm-hmm. if you're really inter- uh, interested in uh, synchronicity and all that, you're going to want to look him up. I think he even wrote some books on it as well. But anyways, uh, enough about me here b- babbling on. Let's continue. <laughs> so you were, you know, I asked you, do you think um, mm-hmm. your, your, I guess, viewpoints in the spirit world changed after yeah. your mother's passing and, and you said that they did, but then you also had some experiences uh, mm-hmm. growing up as well um so let's continue that yeah 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 i have not a whole lot um but a few things that really stuck with me growing up um one in particular really stands out and to this day i don't know if it was an auditory hallucination or what it was but mm-hmm. um let me just back up a little bit. Um, and um, full disclosure, I have a uh, anxiety disorder. So I've had this for my whole life. Um, so as a teenager, I was particularly nervous and anxious and, and all those things. And back then, of course, I was, you know, I had to go to church and I was, you know, with my parents and the Catholic church and all that. Um, and so I remember one particular night thinking I was pretty cocky. <laughs> I think I might've been 14 or 15 and I got down on my knees and I prayed and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm so over this. I'm not anxious anymore. You, you can try it out. I'm definitely not scared. <laughs> oh my gosh. But Right after that, I heard this ungodly moaning. This, this, I can hear it today. It was just kind of like a, like you'd see in a, a movie. It's just like this, oh. And I, I don't know if I can swear on the show, but I shit. Yeah, you know what? Don't let it go right ahead. It's all good. <laughs> I was terrified, and I thought, damn it! Like they, they those spirits really called me out <laughs> on this because I, I remember to this day that sound and I've never figured out what it was. And you never heard it prior, right? Oh God, no. No, it was it was very distinct. And it wasn't like hmm. an internal, you know, if you think of something, it wasn't like that. It was definitely external. And I just remember running downstairs and telling my mother about this and of course you know you're crazy go go to bed don't be silly I was adamant like I'm getting the f out of this house (laughs) I was like I was ready to pack and that was your first like you know (laughs) so-called unknown experience with the unknown that you had I mean did you did well let me ask you this did anyone in the house beside you ever talk about any weird experiences at all Um, so I'm wondering I say say no but you know what I saying that I remember my mother um she would dream of things that would happen so uh, you know I remember one day she woke up and she she told us at breakfast she dream she had a dream of a casket with white roses, and within a half hour we got a phone call that her aunt had passed. 
Um, and down the road, she went to the funeral and the casket was, it had the white roses. Oh, wow. Wow. So I, and she had spoken to me of her, her grandmother um, kind of experience in those things too. So there was a little bit of that, but she wasn't, it wasn't something that was spoken of a whole lot. Right, right. In the house. But thinking back, I think that she might have believed me because she had this little um, jar of holy water that she kept. And by the way, this does not help a 15-year-old <laughs> But she walked into my room and was like blessing it. And it just scared me even more because I thought, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially at that age, too. I mean, yeah, you're already it, so like emotionally I think, charged, you know. And maybe 15-year-olds now are much more savvy, but I was not. I was a stupid 15-year-old scared girl. <laughs> so I, I still, I don't, I don't know what that was. I, I don't, I have no idea, but. Um, yeah, and the moaning, like, it, 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 you know, I you so mentioned scary. auditory hallucination. I mean, you yeah. know, I. You know, it's sometimes like if you were wanting to have an experience at the time mm-hmm. and then you did, not mm-hmm. to say that an experience can't happen when you're wanting it to, right. but let's say it was some a spirit or, or an unearthbound, I'm, the, the moaning aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever do any like research in your of your house to see if there was any no. uh, deaths in the home or anything like that that might explain that because I the moaning is interesting I'm it's sure not like someone sure said hi were. or anything like that it was, <laughs> no you know, it, no I'm sure that something might I mean the house was very old my parents had bought mm-hmm. it it was a kind of a burned out shell okay and my father built it over time to what it, you know what it was but it was it was a really old farmhouse so I'm sure that that there was something of that kind right or something, something? you know yeah. back in the history related to the land and that sort of thing but oh, it's interesting yeah. though that no doubt. you know i mean it kind of gave you a glimpse and kind of a little introduction but it sounds like you're uh, a lot of people in your family are, are intuitive and i think everyone yeah. has the ability i've said this many times on on shows i think everyone has the ability to be intuitive it's just not everyone's open to it or mm-hmm. know that they can open up to it you know some people are yeah. more closed off but you know, that the experiences with, with your mom after her passing are just so profound. And it's, they are, and I'm still processing that. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's still, it's still happening to a certain extent. Um, what other signs has she given you? I mean, it seems like, so you said it's still occurring. So it's, she's with you and, you know, maybe it's yeah. her way of uh, letting you know that of course she mm-hmm. loves you but you know maybe yeah. she's just letting you know you know what I was always hard on you because I believed in you that mm-hmm. sort of thing I mean yeah. that's not for me to say that's you know between you and her but yeah you know because yeah. sometimes when we evolve um to mm-hmm. spirit I would like to think that we those in the spirit realm gain more of a an awareness of things that maybe they didn't have, you know, and, yeah. and while living. So maybe that's one of the reasons why she's coming to you. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. I, I agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. like my husband had said, you know, she knows now she understands now. All yeah. Of those things. And I, I believe that. But actually recently, maybe five or six months ago, 
I have two dogs. I have a lab, kind of a lab mix and a pit bull lab mix. Oh, lovely. They're gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. I love animals so much. (laughs) Me too. Me too. And I I looked at Emma. Her name's Emma. And um, I saw my mother. I saw her eyes. She was, she came through. And it was a split second, but I just kind of remember thinking, oh, hi. Wow. It was so quick, but it was her. I definitely saw her eyes. And I got the feeling and I knew, I knew it was her. Right. Through this talk. So that's interesting. You know, sometimes we just have to trust our intuition and we just know when a loved mm-hmm. one is there. We, we, it's hard to put in words. If someone said, well, how do you know? It's like, how do I even answer that? You know, it's, but yeah. it's just that feeling that you get. That's right. And, if um, you, you know, you, you could say, well, that's ridiculous and that's fine. But I right. know, I know what I saw. I know what I felt. I don't know. No, it was her. There was no question. It was quick. I don't know what. He was doing, <laughs> trying to tell me. She kind of looked a little disappointed in me, like she always used to. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's not the case. Oh, no. I know, I know. But, you know, there was that. Um, and I know she's still with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'm trying not to make this too disjointed. I'm trying not to jump all over the place to make it. No, that's okay. Easier. Yeah, um, but you know, as I so I, 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 you know, I started the blog, and the message that I got is what has kept me going. It's been about five years now, and it's the only thing. Sometimes I just wanted to pack it in, but that that message that you know it's kind of validated me to keep going. So that's right. really helped. And in the meantime, I thought you know, when I first started the blog, I thought I will never do a podcast. There's no way. I'm terrified. I just, I won't do it. I can't do it. And of course, oh, but you're fantastic though. (laughs) You do such a good job. Yeah. (laughs) And I just thought, no, I have to try it. I have to, Mm -hmm. I have to try this to see if I can do it. It's fun. It's addicting. It is fun. And I didn't know what, you know, I had to pick a topic. It has to be about something. And I had lots of different ideas, but the only thing that really resonated with me kind of a supernatural pet sightings because I love pets and I did have one one experience when I was very young in fact I was oh. so young I didn't realize it happened wow I, I want to hear let's hear about this yeah well love I was it. probably I don't know I say I was six but I was probably between six and ten I really don't I don't remember I was young mm-hmm. um, we had a dog and back then um, my we kind of lived on the land. So my father hunted, we, we had our own garden. We really, we lived that way. And so a, a, a dog in the house was not, you know, the dog was a hound dog. He was my father's guide, you know? Yeah. So, but I would visit, he had a very lovely pen outside that was warm and cozy and I would visit every day. Um, and then one day I came home and the dog was gone. And I just remember asking, you know, or Skippy. <laughs> oh, what a name. Oh, my yeah. gosh, Skippy. That's, oh, I love Skippy. it. <laughs> <laughs> then they gave me, at the time, a really lame, you know, he went away or something. And somehow, I don't know how I managed to absorb that, but I, I said, okay. And that was the end of it. 
Um, but then the next summer, I remember being outside and I saw what looked like a dog up against the, the garage. And so I went over to see it, but there was nothing there. But I, I kind of saw this shadow run around the garage and disappear. And where we lived, it was just kind of a big yard and then a field. There was nowhere a dog could just disappear. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And there was no sound. There was no, you know, the sound of paws on the ground. There was nothing. It was just Mm -hmm. this feeling that there was a dog and then it was gone. And I, you know, I was young, but I still had the sense that my dog was there. And it happened the next summer, right around the same time of year. It was exactly the same situation. Interesting. Yeah, that was the only, really the only experience I ever had. Almost sounds more like maybe a residual type of sighting based on that it was repeating itself at that time frame. Did you ever find out what happened to Skippy? You know what? I didn't. Hmm. You know, and maybe that's just how I handle things. Maybe I didn't want to know deep down, so I just kind of went with it, went with what they told me. I never did find out. You know, I have my theories, but yeah. That's so cool, though, to have. I mean, Mm. you know, it's cool, Mm. and it's very difficult at the same time because, you know, I've I'm, I've had dogs as well mm-hmm. growing up, but right now I'm, I've ha- I have cats. Not one time I had five cats and, and in about a year's time, I lost three of them. Mm. And, uh, uh, Max, uh, and Kaylee are litter mates. And so I still have Kaylee, but Max passed away in 2016 from mm-hmm. cardiomyopathy. And it was just such, mm. I didn't have time to prepare. And it was just something that happened so quick. And I remember after his passing, that night and maybe this was more of a bereavement sort of hallucination I don't know on my part but I remember coming home after you know Mm -hmm. saying goodbye to him and and I I heard his meow so clearly and so long story short it's just I I I see him every now Mm -hmm. and then in the house and I'll feel him jump up on the bed and it's comforting but yet it's it it's almost like it brings up that that um like it's almost like ripping a scab off your skin because it's like every time it's like it reminds you of, of their passing but yet yeah it's just it's it is a rite of passage and you know and it's just it, it really it did is. with max and i i don't i don't mean to segue into to my stuff but no this is it's exactly it just, it's the point right i mean i what i want to say is and i know i'm kind of being disjointed now i'm so sorry but um i'm thinking about how i want to say this but with Max, with Max's passing, it was so hard at first, and I had all these experiences, but, and it's hard to put this in words, but mm-hmm. after a while, I, it's almost like he, oh God, how am I going to say this without it sounding nutty? It's almost like he um, yeah. entered me, like he's with me at all times, and I know he's there, Yeah, and so I don't, I miss him physically, but I know he's there with me at all times. And it's, it's hard to put into words. Um, But hopefully, you know, some people can understand, but it's like in in that, in in that sense, it's a little comforting, Mm -hmm. even though you miss them. So, but I I get it. I get it. I, I have my true dogs. I don't know how, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle it when they pass. 
And I think maybe part of the reason for having the Supernatural Pet Sightings podcast was to kind of build a network of, of friends because I'm going to need help. Uh, yeah. I, I can tell. I know. I just, I don't know how I'm going to be able to manage and build that support system. It's, it's one of the hardest things to endure mm-hmm. and it is a rite of passage. Yeah. And, uh, but just knowing, and even for me, my involvement in the paranormal world has, has taught me a lot about death and I'm not as afraid of it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's not going to, uh, lessen the grief and all that, but right. you know, you, you just, you learn more about it and it just, it, it's helped me cope with it a lot better. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, building that support network is so, so important, but, you know, losing any, any, whether it's a, a relative or an animal or, mm. or, you know, anyone that's so beloved to you and someone that you cherish, it's hard. It's really hard. It is. And you just have to like, not, you have to let, you just have to be, love yourself during that time. And you have mm-hmm. to be patient with yourself. And there are things to do support groups. Um, yeah. you know, it was great. I know I, I, after Max passed away, I went and got this succulent plant and planted it right outside in the front. And uh, I could just, you know, it's little things yeah. like that, that can, that can really help. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, um, but I, I know what you're saying. Cause I feel the same way about uh, my parents that, um, you know, I've never visited their grave because for me, that's kind of where their bones are. Right, of course. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, they're they're with me. Right, and I'm not sure my my sisters understand because they need to go, and that's fine. That's totally that's totally fine. You know, they need to go to the physical gravesite and and do that. But I just find that they're they're with me every day, all the time. It's just that feeling and it's something very hard to put into words, but if you know that and it's something that you have to sense and feel, Mm -hmm. it's one of those, you know, it's one of those things. And it's like, I know exactly what you're talking about and and it's comforting. It's very comforting. Um, So do you think, you know, your mom had her faith and all that? And I actually was raised Mm -hmm. in a Catholic family and I actually went to Catholic high school and all that. I don't Mm -hmm. practice it anymore. I yeah. kind of align with, with um, mm-hmm. you know, your uh, spirituality. I, I believe that we don't need organized religion to, no. you know, have a, um, an experience with spirit and all of that. Exactly. So, so I align with you on that. But do you think mm. uh, uh, your mom's thoughts on her religious way of life have changed since her path, since her passing? And if, you oh. know, I guess, I mean, I know that's a kind of a, I don't mean it to be a very intrusive question. I was just curious. I'm wondering no, not if, at all. now that she's evolved a spirit, if, if she has some of the same sorts of viewpoints on the religion that she, you know, mm-hmm. practiced in life. And if so, yeah, maybe, maybe she's trying to relay that to you in some way. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I hope, I hope that, um, that she, you know, whatever has happened, that I guess I'm saying I hope I'm right. Right. <laughs> but um, you know, and that's that's the dilemma is that there's no way to wrap it all up. I don't know exactly what she's trying to say, but I am open and I'm, you know, learning. Um, I think I had mentioned to you in, in, in the email that I had sent before the interview about um, 
saints and, and all these, these things that she really believed in. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I kind of ridiculed her for that. I feel bad about that because um, that was her belief. Um, mm-hmm. I just couldn't, I couldn't get my head around it. Um, I remember one particular, she, I mentioned that she had breast cancer and she kept a safety pin on her bra with all of these trinkets. They were, I don't know what you call them, but they were all different saints, different um, tokens. Tal- or, talismans? Yeah, something, yeah. something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, and maybe this was just part of the grief, the grieving process, but, you know, she was saying that they you know, they helped her. And I just remember saying, how are they helping you? You're dying. This, this, they haven't helped you at all. And I was just so angry and I took them off. Oh yeah. But you and know, just, it's, it's you probably were coming to terms. You, you just, mm-hmm. it was your anger probably of like, you know, I don't want to lose you and all of that coming into play too. So. I'm sure there was some of that. Um, yeah. But you know, and I guess that's, that's, part of life you have regrets and you learn you go forward and if you're lucky you open up and yeah. become a little bit more accepting and absolutely I think that, and i think that i'm becoming that way so if anything that's a good thing and maybe that's that's her message to you maybe that's yeah. you know she's you know you've always known this about yourself and and she's here you know mm-hmm. always going to be here with you and she's trying to tell you that I think so. so. Yeah. Uh, it's it's all very interesting. And you know, you had mentioned earlier about there are no coincidences. Yeah, I don't believe in them. Yeah. Um, and so the more I think about it, I, it just totally makes sense. Um, even thinking about what my podcast would be about. And the only it just really um it was like something else or somebody else was saying, no, it has to be about supernatural pet sightings not necessarily those words but and as a result of it the people i've met including yourself um have really just opened my mind to all sorts of possibilities and so i think that there's a reason for it yeah it's almost like a chain reaction you know like yeah. one door opens and then yeah it leads you down a path and then you know other doors open Um, I mean, you, you have all kinds of guests on your show and I mean, you know, I, I had a great time on your podcast. Um, your show, let's talk about your show a little bit. So it, it, you know, it centers on, um, animals and, oh my gosh, there's a Mm -hmm. spider crawling up my wall that scared me. Okay. I'll (laughs) deal with that later. But but anyways, (laughs) um, so it centers on, uh, you know, paranormal phenomenon and, you know, concerning animals and all that. I think that's a great theme. Uh, are all your guests that you have on, do they all have like very profound experiences with, with uh, animals? Mm -hmm. They do. They do. And it always touches me Mm -hmm. every time. And it's so lovely to hear they, they're able to reminisce and they talk about what their pets were like. And they talk about, you know, the experience that they've had since their passing and they cry a little and they laugh and they always come back and they thank me for being able to share that. And I just, yes, that is so amazing. Yes, it yeah. really is. Do you know how, how, I mean, that's, it's, 
it's <laughs> helpful to people, you know, I to have that so. to have that support system. And I, that's why I think in in regards to to experiences with with the spirit realm and, and the mm-hmm. afterlife, it's like the more we share about it, I think yeah. the more collective understanding we're going to have. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, I love every minute of it. Um, that is fantastic. Do you have like a favorite, uh, like a favorite story at all that was shared? Um, one in particular that really stands um, out, or it sounds like they're all. Yeah, that's a pretty great question. Pretty profound. I, you know, I don't really have. I don't necessarily have a favorite story, and it's still early days. Um, and lately, you know, I, st- I work a full-time job. I have a couple of years before retirement. So I'm still working a full-time job and trying to do the blog and the podcast. So I, you know, my energy can only go in so many directions. So I haven't right, done right. a lot of interviews yet. Lately, I haven't done a whole lot of interviews. Um, but so far, I just think they're all so unique. Even yeah. if they're similar, they're unique. You know, you you need to, I don't, you might've already had her on. Um, She lives in the Pacific Northwest, Karen Anderson. She's um, also, you know, uh, has done a lot with the Oregon Ghost Conference as well. She's an animal communicator up there and has written books and everything. Karen Anderson is, she's amazing. So the two of you should connect. I had somebody, fantastic Anderson, but I don't, I don't think Karen was her her name but it oh my Anderson. gosh yeah i'll have to yeah. do like an e-intro to you for you guys i mean she would be a great great guest oh, to have yeah. on. definitely yeah but, just, um, and your show um is podcast so you record mm-hmm. is it once a week, once a week? i wish <laughs> whenever, yeah, so it's, I, whenever you go point, okay it's at this point it's whenever i can um, and there's a is there a website for it um, it's through Libsyn.com. So it's oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. L-I-B-S-Y-N, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of that. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. And I've been kind of putting it at the end of all of my, um, my posts on my blog, mm-hmm. just to introduce people if they're interested to have a look, to have a listen. Yeah, um, yeah, I've actually listened to I'm still catching up on a lot of the shows, but it's really, I, it's really great. So well, thanks. Uh, you know, it's, 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 I've learned so much, just, you know, in editing and just all the technical things, yep. Um, yep. you know, all those things. So I'm, I'm learning. So I hope people are patient. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. And it's the content too, that, that's, that's right. really, that really is what matters. So we have about nine minutes left. I know time flies on these shows. Uh, you know, I've done two hours, two hours flies by, but it's almost like <laughs> the hour. I mean, the hour is shorter, so it would, mm-hmm. you know, fly by faster. But for people that, because you've had this experience of, you know, losing your mom, uh, you know, to, to cancer, which is horrific, mm-hmm. yeah. very, very horrific. And, you know, I'm so sorry for her, for her passing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it comforts me to know that you have that connection with her. Mm-hmm. Um, in spirit for people. I mean, do you have any advice for that you would like to give out for people that are in the process of maybe losing a, mm. a loved one and, and maybe how you would go yeah. about dealing with that and, and, and what advice you have for them? Oh boy, that's a tough question. It's um, you know, from my, own, from my own perspective, you just have to, uh, and it, 
it almost sounds, I don't want to say callous, but you just have to trust the process, the process. It's, you know, it's like you said earlier, it's, it's, uh, it's the rite of passage. It's, it's part mm-hmm. of what you have to do. Um, you will find the strength, the strength comes. It's there. You might not think it is, but it's there. Right. Yeah. That's, um, I think that's a lot of it. People just, you know, you yeah. have that, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And that's right. it just naturally comes. And that, comes. that's great advice right there. Yeah. And, you, and you're going to have emotions. And, of course. And so what? So, so have them. And moving through that, you know, because, you know, the, the five stages of grief, there's probably mm-hmm. more, you know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross yeah. is really renowned for, for, for um, grief and loss. And, you know, mm-hmm. she talks about the five stages of grief and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not in an exact order. It's different. You might have anger first, right. you might have hope first, you might have denial first, you, you just don't know, but you just have to move through that and, and trust in moving through that and not. Right. Not like push it under the rug, I would say. You know, and there's just, no time. There's no time frame right, for it. Right. So it might be it might be short and quick for some person mm-hmm. and that's okay. And for someone else, it might come and go, it might last a long time. But you know, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do anything, you know, because there's different uh techniques that uh like I mentioned planting a plant you know that's mm-hmm. something minuscule but you would you know that that's it helped me a lot did yeah. you do anything like that after your mom's passing uh, that helped with your grieving process I didn't because I think I'm more cerebral so everything mm-hmm. is, is just kind of thought processes um, whereas other people like you said may you know the the planting or they may have a ritual but everything right kind of in in my head Um, and that's fine yeah with things that way yeah that's good though but the one thing that you said that really resonates with me is uh just knowing that you'll have that strength when that time comes that's that's so reassuring you know so I think that's going to help a lot of people you know there's times that you're it's you know there's shaky days there's days that aren't so great and days that are wonderful so somehow absolutely yeah somehow you get through absolutely and i you know your willingness to share this tonight because you know not everyone is willing to share an experience that they've had you know with someone in the spirit realm and that's okay because you know i don't want to force people to do that because a lot of times that they want to keep that private and hold it Mm -hmm. to themselves and that that absolutely but for those that are willing to share, you know, I always, you know, thank my guests who are, are mm-hmm. willing to share because it, I think it does open up people's minds and, and, yep. and hearts. I hope it helps. And I this is yeah. the first time I've ever shared with anybody out loud. So really, oh my gosh. yeah, wow. yeah I haven't, except my husband, oh. I haven't really shared. So, oh my God. This is it. <laughs> And you write about this. It's in your blog too, because I, I, I do. Read it, I have written today. a little bit about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Which so. is great. And so your blog, because I, I actually read it today. It's it's fantastic. Um, your the the again the website for your blog is let's put that the out. Website there. is actually hugspetproducts.com. Hugspetproducts.com. Fantastic. Yeah. And there's all kinds of blogs on there about um, animals and and all kinds of good stuff. So you just have to go and read it and see for yourself. But it's such a great website. 
such a great website. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so what are some, because we have just a few minutes left, what are yep. uh, your plans with your podcast, upcoming mm. guests that you'd like to promote, any events that you would like to promote, your social media, anything now? Yeah. Time? You know, really the only thing I, I want, I really am I'm trying to encourage people to reach out and, and just tell their stories. And I'm not getting a lot of feedback. And I, I realize it's hard. And people... I think a lot of people think, well, it was just a quick, you know, it was just a two second experience, but I still want to hear about it. Right. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a big dramatic no. thing. Um, it's all meaningful. So really the only thing I want to impart is that if anybody has any story to share um, about, you know, a pet, uh, pet sighting, a pet passing, anything. I, I want to hear it. And I don't think people realize how much it helps other people. That's a, it's so, I mean, it's so helpful. And nowadays so many people are more open to the paranormal mm-hmm. and talking about these experiences. And that's great. That's right. You know, it's almost it like is. there's this duality going on between the living world reaching out to the spirit realm and the spirit realm is reaching out mm-hmm. to the living. And it's, it really can be a beautiful thing. And yeah. that sharing is what, I think is one of the the forces that ignites that, which is exactly. so cool to me. So, yeah. So yeah, I just, you know, if anybody's willing to share, it doesn't have to be a huge, you know, dramatic thing. Right. Pe- people will be helped. Absolutely. Right? And so, so if yeah. someone wants to get on your podcast, they can, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to contact you? Um, I always put my email address out there. Uh, it's okay. just pet, pet sightings at gmail.com. It's pretty, pretty Perfect. easy. And um, yeah, just send me an email. Just say hi. <laughs> yeah. And That's if it. I hear, if I hear of, um, if I think of anyone or hear of anyone, I'll, I'll pass them along your way. Karen Anderson, like I mentioned, would be mm. a fantastic guest. Yeah, I think you guys would oh, yeah. definitely uh, get along and have a lot to great. say. So that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I can't thank you enough for for coming on tonight, Lisa. It was such a pleasure having you on uh, the show and and your willingness to share such a profound experience uh, with your mom. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And maybe we can plan another time in the future uh, where I can get you. Oops. Where I'm I'm making all this noise here. Where I can get you on again because there's probably so much more that we can talk about you know what probably I mean? a lot to unpack <laughs> yeah so yeah. oh my god i'm so discombobulated so I'm, oh my goodness it's i'm trying spider. to pull my where'd that spider go <laughs> I, don't, I don't who knows <laughs> i have no idea right now but anyways let's see i'm trying to get okay sorry i was just looking up something but anyways thank you so much for coming on it was such a pleasure talking with thank you, you. and you so um you know check lisa's blog out uh your dog's health matters at hugs pet is it hugs pets products or hugs pet products it's hugs pet products okay hugs hugs pet products.com fantastic blog there check out her uh podcast supernatural pet sightings on libsyn Thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful night. And I want to leave you with this uh, last note here, here at the Afterlife Chronicles. We are bridging the gap between mortality and the afterlife, one experience at a time. See you next week, folks, and have a great night.